Maligayang Pasko at maligayang bagong taon sa inyong lahat. Welcome na welcome sa inyong lahat. <laughs> Man, I wish I could play some. I was just listening to that uh, the King and the Sting album that uh, Lil Browse produced, I think. It's got fucking... It's good. Good. I wish I could play some of it, but uh, go check it out. It's on Spotify. Uh, I think you can buy it on iTunes, but uh, I just... I did that. Uh, Spotify is doing like a, I think like a three-month trial thing or whatever, and so I, I could just listen to it on there. But it's good, worth it. Go check it out. Uh, <coughs> so let's get into it. Uh, what is today? Oh yeah, yeah. So whew, finishing up the year. Oh yeah, I guess that's what I was saying. If you don't speak Tagalog, I was just saying. Uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, as I said last time, whatever you celebrate, happy whatever. Uh, and so it's the end of the year. God, I think we're through our, there wasn't any UFC events this weekend. Uh, wah, wah, wah. But going forward, we have two more weeks, the 16th. Oh my goodness. That week, three huge events on Fight Island. Got fucking Holloway, Cater, uh, 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 Chimaev and Leon Edwards and the Poye uh, McGregor Dos. So, whew, three weeks, it's gonna be a big one. And until then, then I guess we're gonna have to uh, 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 suck it up, figure it out. But uh, actually, on Wednesday, this coming up Wednesday, the 30th of December, there is Chelsea and Submission Underground 20. Uh, they decided to fit another one in before the end of the year. I talked a little bit about last year, or last year, last week, last episode, and we there was a Mason. So Mason Fowler, he's the the absolute champion, the no weight limit, uh, Chell Sonnen underground grappling champion. And last time he uh, he 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 grappled uh, Satoshi Ishii, uh, the gold medalist or Olympian or champion quote something but uh this time so he's going to be going against ryan bader who is the uh bellator heavyweight champion and he beat rumble johnson last week so him and so uh mason fowler and him are gonna go went on wednesday that'll be the main event <coughs> the overall uh, i think it starts at three the prelims and uh did I write it down when the actual, the, oh, yeah, yeah, so 3, 3 p.m. is the prelims, 6 p.m. is the main event, that's uh, EST time zone, and uh, it's a, a, a full car, I guess, <coughs> I can go over, go over that, uh, so let's see, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, December 30th, live at 3 p.m., oh, whoa, Oops, sorry, I messed that up. It's 3 p.m. PST or 6 p.m. EST. So 3 p.m. if you're in California and 6 p.m. if you're in New York. Um, ooh, S-U-G-X-X. SUGXX, Submission Underground 20. So yeah, Ryan Bader, Ryan Bader Mason Fowler. Satoshi Ishii, Craig Jones, C.B. Dalloway, Richie Martinez, the boogeyman, 
It's another badass dude right there, Richie Martinez. Uh, Pearl Gonzalez, Hottie, Jillian Robertson, Hottie. Uh, oh, Jillian Robertson competed last, uh, um, what do you call it, last week, last time. She got beat by the now women's champ, Philip Shiza. Sorry, I'm doing that. Uh, Hunter Colvin, then how, uh, and Pearl Gonzalez, yeah, they're both, and Jillian Robertson, both UFC fighters. Uh, Hunter Colvin, Gabriel Gonzaga, I don't know them, I don't know any of the rest of these people, but, oh yeah, Charlie Gilpin, hold on, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, Andy Varela, Ben Eagley, Benji Silva, Makai Brakefield, uh, Kristen Mickelson v. Rita Gribben, Juan Bernardo, Alex Larmy, John Simon versus Charlie Gilpin, I believe Charlie Gilpin was the guy that he, he fought, he won last week too. So, that is Wednesday. So if you, you need a little, little, a little, um, you know, get me over the, the the hump. That'll be happening on Hump Day. Uh, and then, so let's see what's after that. So it's this Wednesday. Uh, and then on Friday, actually, there it's so it's listed. Bellator's listing at Bellator two fifty five. Uh, so supposedly, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna watch Friends. Uh. Joey, supposedly, supposedly. So f uh, Friday, they're filling it in on Friday. It, it, there's no, it says TBD, TBD. So I guess they're figuring it out what they want. Maybe they were like, oh shit, UFC's not doing anything for three weeks. Man, as well get in there. People will watch us, which is good plan. But uh, there's nothing. But no, yeah, it just says uh, TBD, TBD. So I guess we'll see if they, if they figure it out. But if something does happen, that should be... This Friday, <coughs> and what's after that? Is that anyone else? Oh, oh, so that's this week. Unfortunately, the week after there is I, I, I didn't. Oh wait, did I find some? I think I did find something, some obscure stuff. What is the date on this? Eight January. So eight January, Friday, eight January. Ooh, excuse me. Mountain Force 21 in Logan, Utah. Interesting. Uh, you can, there, I guess there's a pay-per-view live stream for $21. You can get that. It starts at 7 p.m. Logan, Utah time. Oh, excuse me. That's oh, right in your ear, my bad. That's gross. But uh, Friday, yeah, Friday, 8 January, Logan, Utah, 7 p.m. through... Oh, shiza did I? Oh, oh, if you go to mountainforcemma.com and then they have a little thing down there and you click on it, you can, for 21 bucks, you can watch it if you're really fiending. And I was reading through the the card and it looks like uh, there's a lot of people making their pro debuts, a lot of zero, 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 zero records, zero, 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 V, zero, zero, zero. Zero zero one V yeah so it's all it's like uh uh what do you call yeah 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 like real beginner I guess so interesting if you wanna like I said if you're feeling you feel like spending twenty one bucks you can stream that watch these dudes in YouTube and after that oh there's a a a, a combate Americas on 30 December in San Antonio I wasn't able to find how to stream that 
so, but you can look it up. It's TS1 Promotions Presents Combate Americas on 30 December in San Antonio. Then, uh, let's see, Rising, oh, Rising's doing a, a New Year's Eve event. Uh, so it's Rising 26 in Saitama, Japan. And the uh, headliners are Kai Asakura v. Kyoji Horiguchi. It's a bantamweight title match. So there's a live pay-per-view stream for English-speaking fans, spectators. Uh, you go to just live-now.com. $24.99. This is on Thursday, 31 December, midnight, kicking off the new year. So between now and that big week, I want January 16th when those bang, bang, bang three events on Fight Island happen. Uh, that's so far, that's what I was able to find that you can go and check out the Chelsea on and Underground. And you can get, uh, if you don't have USC Fight Pass, I believe they're doing a. I can't remember how many day trial, but it's a trial run, so it's worth checking out. Especially even if you just do it for this this little uh, uh, couple of weeks in between UFC and other major MMA or uh, big events, because there's all kinds of shit on there, all kinds, all all the UFCs, all the past UFCs you want to see. Uh, you can look up by fighter. There's they also got uh, like LFA on there. I think they got old RFA stuff. They got kickboxing. They got Lethway on there. Check that out. Lethway's cool. The the uh, art of the nine limbs, you know, you can throw headbutts in there. Shit is pretty cool. Uh, and, yeah, I was looking to see if they had any of those events coming up. But I guess the first big one in America was the one that I saw in September. Uh, and hopefully we'll see this coming year if, they, if, it, if, it, uh, if, they make, if they come back. Hopefully that picks up. That would be cool to see and cool to do. Uh, let us see. Moving on from there. So that's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. I think there's the, the trial uh, thing for UFC Fight Pass. Definitely worth it if you like watching combat sports. Because like I said, it's not just UFC events on there. Um, all those other ones I named, they part of Invicta. Watch, excuse me, all the old past Invicta. And they do the Invicta live events. That's where you watch uh, Mission Underground, all kinds of stuff. So if you like combat sports, it's, that's that's the stream to get. Um, so yeah, that ESPN Plus. I did I did see something though. Uh, I guess UFC is moving. Oh yeah, I guess that's relevant for. I th- Damn, I have to go back and look. But I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself. Because we've got a couple weeks before uh, Fight Island happens again. And, you know, with, with COVID going on, we just keep getting fucked over. Uh, so who knows? But uh, I did see that ABC, they're going to ABC, going to Network Gem, uh, maybe for uh, Fight Nights or something. Ooh, excuse me. ASMR. But, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, like I said, that, that's... Getting ahead of ourselves, a lot can happen in two weeks. But in between time, check out those other things. If you want, get that UFC Fight Pass uh, trial run. And if you already have it, there you go. Look at the shit on there. <coughs> so, yeah, usually I guess I, uh, 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 on these eps- episodes, I recap past fights. But that's, you know, like I said, the, there have, we haven't had any. And... Uh, 
So I figured I will talk about. Um, yeah, I guess that, that's a good lead-in. So UFC Fight Pass and ESP, ESPN Plus Plus has been great. So for me, so I had a little break. I used to watch. I talked about this, I think, in the first episode. I used to watch like all the UFC pay-per-views. And uh, I kept in, uh, what do you call it? Tough, 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 tough. Ultimate Fighter, you know, the reality show. So keep up with those. And then there was like a two-year period, I think, towards the end of my Marine Corps. I was going through my separation slash divorce. So then I was like pretty poor. I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was unemployed for a little bit in between both of those when I got out of the Marine Corps and then also uh, during during my separation uh, and not relevant the only reason I'm bringing it up is saying like I because obviously pay-per-view costs money to watch the pay-per-views unless you stream it which is now a felony and or if you um, uh, 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 what's saying yeah the pay-per-views cost money and then also subscriptions I mean ESPN they just made that recently but also having the uh, UFC fight pass etc to be able to watch that stuff so there was like I think the end of 2016 basically the time I got out of the Marine Corps so the end of 2016 until COVID that I wasn't or right before COVID that I that I was uh, out of touch with uh, keeping up with UFC and MMA in general which were huge what a all kinds of fucking shit happened uh between 2016 and uh, when was this 2000 the end of 2019 i missed a big chunk but silver lining of covid is i don't have to commute to work i have it work remote and um you know i'm not driving around to a bunch of activities for kids because they're all everything's been shut down so silver lining is i got to watch catch up on a lot of MMA and also get to go do uh, some training um, which I'll get into in a minute but but um but um but um sorry oh and it, yeah so the silver lining is that I got a lot of extra time um, bad thing is yeah people died but including my grandma but uh, got to watch a lot of MMA <laughs> so uh, like I said, so yeah, so I got to take the time to, um, ugh, that was a weird laugh. I don't like it. Just forget, rub it, scrub it out of your ears. Uh, so I, like I said, I got the time, not having to commute. Saves, it's crazy how much time it saves. And, uh, so I was, haven't, <sighs> yeah, like all those things that I said were going on in my life, getting out of the Marine Corps, being trying to get a job, getting a job, be, being a contractor, getting losing contract, being unemployed, getting separated, getting divorced, all that shit. I was always doing other things and I wasn't, I wasn't, hmm, does it sound like an excuse to say I wasn't making the time for myself? Because I, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure it sounds like I'm, <laughs> I'm blaming me. I didn't make the time to take care of myself or do shit for myself, which like I said, silver lining of COVID, I was able to, oh, I guess I was going to school too. Um, so school work, blah, 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 all that. So I made the time for myself. Uh, and I used to do jujitsu. The first time I did jujitsu, I was, I believe in middle school. 
and I want to say it was ninth grade, the summer of ninth grade, and my dad, I didn't even know what it was, and, and I don't know how my dad heard about it, but he took me, there was this class, it, they were doing it like in the a cafeteria of um the middle school at night, but they would like, you know, all the uh, cafeteria tables were pushed to the side, and they would put mats down, and that was the first time ninth grade I believe that was the first time I don't remember if that was before or after I'd been to the oh this this had to be before because I was like an older actual teenager when I went with my stepdad to the uh, uh, the. I still gotta uh, get up with him and find out the what event it was but anyways so anyways we're at so doing the jujitsu in the, the cafeteria where they, they cleared up, put the mats down. And I was like the only kid there. They're all adults. And I saw these dudes rolling around on the ground. And they were just like rolling around and rolling around. And they would pop out like one a guy would be like, I didn't know what it was. It was be like arm bar another dude. Or they would be rolling around and other, someone would be like, then they would tap. And I'd be like, damn, what the, what the fuck? They just look like a like a ball that looks like. Have you ever seen those um, National Geographic of they're like these balls of snakes fucking each other. That's what it, that's what it looked like to me. Just like a tangle, a tangle of um, of snakes. Cause you know they're all just like intertwined, and rolling around. And then at some point, someone would be like, uh, and then they would tap, or someone would pop out with an armbar or like a kimura or something like that. Uh, and I was like, man, that shit is crazy looking. Cause I was like, yeah, I didn't even know what to think about it, but I wasn't allowed to to grapple. Um, at that point when I first got in there, cause we, we were doing katas and they were teaching me like the, the different moves, uh, and though, so I learned and, and they were also, this is something I, yeah. So, the, so they then, so then they did teach, uh, like small joint manipulation, like these wrists as, uh, wrist locks, which ended up turning out being pretty useful. <laughs> through the rest of my life and and um the point the point of that is that i yeah so i was able to so that yeah well first of all that so that was my first experience with jujitsu i had no idea what it was but when i saw it i still had no idea what it was but i was like this is interesting and it was oh it was immediately useful in my mind, I could see how it would apply to just uh, any normal altercation. Because I had done uh, Taekwondo when I was younger. Uh, and I think I talked about this before. We, I just called it karate. I didn't know. So I didn't know what Koreans were back then either. Taekwondo. And then, uh, so I do Taekwondo and, you know, you do the kicking. And that was kind of, when I was younger, I always was, like, you know, the, I had a, one of my younger sisters, she used, she used to compete in Taekwondo and they would do that, you know, that point karate stuff. And I was like, man, this isn't like real fighting. Even though <laughs> I did see two Korean dudes in middle school, they fucking, they got in a fight after school. I'm jumping around, but uh, I talked about this with my buddy Ethan uh, on our uh, other po- the episode, other episode. But anyway, so these two Korean dudes after school, one guy, he was picking on this, the quiet kid. And then they agreed to fight after school and they like squared off and they started throwing like fucking tornado kicks, like 
It was crazy. And the little, the little quiet dude, the, the one that wasn't a bully, he whooped the other dude's ass. Fucking whooped his, kicked him. And then he was like all humble. He's <laughs> like, he fucking bowed and shit. It's crazy. So that's, I guess, the only time I've seen like karate applied in real life and it worked. But other than that, it was, excuse me, ASMR. But uh, other than that, I was like, man, this, it's not, it, it's not applicable. But with the uh, jujitsu, <coughs> oh excuse me, it, it I I noticed it was because that summer I also went to visit some family uh, <coughs> in Missouri, and my cousin he's old or actually I think we're the same age but he's <laughs> he's he's bigger than me and he was a great I always thought he was. A, like a year older but i think we're like exact same age almost but they didn't have so he, he comes from this like tiny ass town in missouri like population 20 and the kindergarten class didn't have uh enough Ooh, excuse me kindergarten class there weren't any kids he was the only kindergartner so they moved him up to first grade. So he got promoted up to first grade. And the funny thing too is like my, so my dad, he was in the Marine Corps. He went on this deployment where he couldn't, uh, or it was like a, I think the Mew or something. Uh, so he went on like the Mew and I couldn't, or that's, he, we're basically we're Marines, you go on a ship. So he went on a, a Marine Corps cruise and he couldn't take uh, my sister and I. Uh, and so we went to stay with our grandma in Missouri. And when I got there, uh, I guess the school year had already started. So if I had got there like a month earlier or something, then my cousin and I would have been, both been in kindergarten together. But when, because there was another kid, maybe my sister, maybe we were in kindergarten. No, 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 we weren't in kindergarten. But either way, the point of it is he's bigger than me. And... We were doing something in the kitchen and he tried to take the spatula or he was trying to hit me with the spatula and I grabbed his hand and like twisted his wrist and he was like, and I, every story I tell about him, he's crying, but so this one, let's say he started crying, but he, uh, so he dropped the, the spatula or whatever and he stopped, he stopped fucking with me. And so that's why, like I say, the jujitsu is such, it's applicable in like real life situations because it's. It's all about um, you know p positioning and submission and uh, manipulate you know the joints and also chokes because most fights people end up either on the ground either end up and then a lot of people too like if you look you know if you ever saw fights at school and stuff a lot of people you start out with like pushing and shoving and then gets into hitting. So in that pushing and shoving, uh, jujitsu is a lot more uh, applicable than throwing strikes. <clears throat> in general, in general, obviously strikes, punching someone in the mouth is pretty effective too. But uh, if you're trying to go from what do you call it, uh, you know degrees of escala escalation, jujitsu is great because you can use it just to. to 
to, to control position and or submit someone that's bigger than you because sometimes even if you punch someone in the mouth it doesn't have any effect and then I can't remember who said it I feel like it was Billy Bob Thornton maybe but there's some uh, some movie where they're like the, you know like the bigger are the harder they fall it's like no sometimes the bigger they are the harder they kick your ass so some people you can fucking hit them in the in the mouth with a baseball bat and they're just gonna spit out their teeth and keep coming so and those people if you can get 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 you know your elbow under their chin you can choke them out but anyways or like in the the, the situation with my cousin was able to take the spatula away from him and he so he didn't <laughs> slap me with it but anyways i say all of that to say uh yeah i took the time for myself and i, I went to a gym to get in because i was like oh yeah i want to start doing jujitsu again and because it's also you know really it's for the most part low impact and uh my ankles are all trash and i'm fucking fat now or I'm a little less fat now, but <laughs> I'm still fatter than I was uh, when I was in Marine Corps. And so just looking for, you know, I wanted to do something and also get, you know, that feeling of, you know, when, when I was in the military, it was always training and it felt like we had, we were getting ready for something all the time. And it's something that I haven't had in a while. Like I haven't had like that team kind of camaraderie. Uh, I, I mean, there's some guys that I talk to, some vet guys, but there's not like a, a mission you know like i don't have a team mission and there's not like this outlet of oh i'm going to do something physical i'm not competing at anything physical and uh that's kind of what i was looking for going to jitsu i went found the gym did you know most gyms if you you can go do well, excuse me the free intro class where you get to go and check it out and then decide if you want to join or not or whatever so i went did a jiu-jitsu class i mean it was COVID time so it was uh we were doing on practice dummies but uh it was still good and uh in the back they were uh, there were people doing muay thai which i've never done never considered i've never um like i said i did taekwondo when i was a kid and then after that i did jiu-jitsu and then i was like oh jiu-jitsu is cool and so i haven't done anything like that in a while i mean we, you know a little you know, in the Marine Corps, you make nap or whatever. We hit uh, pads and stuff like that. You know, it's not the same thing at all. And so I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to check that out. So Saturday I went, did my intro, jiu-jitsu. Then s Sunday I went in and did um, a Muay Thai uh, circuit course, like heavy bag circuit course. Ooh, fucking winded me, and I fell in love. I was like, this shit is awesome. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, like. I, I had to switch bags because I have the um, these like teardrop bags. Like, I don't know what the name of them is for. And I, <laughs> I was trying to kick in my leg. Didn't get high enough. So I had to go to the the big bags that hang all the way down to the floor. So I can kick I can kick people in the shins real good. But <laughs> at that time, I kick a little higher. I can get to the body now. But uh, the point of that was I was like, man, this shit is cool. I like it. So then I started going uh to muay thai like once or twice a week and then jujitsu on the weekend and then by the end of it i switched where i was just going to muay thai all the time um right now dc shit is closed so uh they're doing online stuff and they have open gym i haven't gone to the open gym fucking dumb me but 
I need, I, I need to go do do that. But I also set up a little cover jib in the back. But point of it is, uh, it's been great. <coughs> so yeah, that's a little bit. So that's yeah how I got into jitsu, jujitsu, and then how jujitsu got me into Muay Thai, and. That make because it also, yeah. Part of me going down there too was I was thinking about I, I can't remember what oh well actually I can't remember what actually made me think about it but I was watching something I think someone said one of the you know one of those videos of street fights or people getting mugged or something like that and I was watching it and I was like fuck if that happened and I was like with my kids or something and. I was like, man, I'm probably really easy to beat up right now. Like I remember in the Marine Corps, I was always trying to get in fights. I was just a fucking idiot. Uh, but that's, you know, the mindset that you're you're supposed to be in. Always, But I was always, you know, chomping at the bit, as they say. And sitting back at this time, uh, not I guess it was last year or the, the year before uh, when I was thinking about this because I was uh, making vision boards with my daughter or you know i don't know if you know what vision boards are but they use those big um uh what are those things you get them at fuck what is that place called my daughter loves going there it's an arts and crafts store or whatever you know like in high school or whatever and you make you do your presentation and you have those big fucking cardboard cutouts or whatever and you put shit on there those things but you Take cut out little pictures from magazines and books or whatever, and you put pictures on there of, of things that you want to visualize happening in your life. Uh, <clears throat> like you put healthy food on there, people working out, or fucking a house, or a boat, or a car, whatever the fuck the shit that you you want for yourself to accomplish or to have. You put it on there so you visualize it. You and then you can you know visualize it into reality or whatever. I think it's the point. But anyway, so on mine, I put on there B hard to kill <laughs> and green glitter it's in green glitter because i was thinking i was like man if someone attacked me while i'm with my daughter or tried to like grab my daughter at that at that time i was in terrible shape would get winded fucking walking up the stairs i was like i'm real probably real easy to beat up right now uh so that kind of got me in the mindset of all right how do i change that i need to fucking start taking better care of myself i need to eat better i need to actually exercise I need to figure out some kind of training that I can do, some kind of combat training or uh, martial arts or something. And that's it kind of, uh, that's kind of the, the steps that led me. So I guess I did, the vision board worked because I would look, was looking at it, seeing that green glitter saying be hard to kill. And I was thinking, fuck, I need to be, I need to do something about that. Quit being such a, a fucking, a dough boy. Someone's going to fucking eat me up. And uh, so I figured it out, went and started doing training and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, vision boards, people, check it out. I mean, it. I didn't even think about that, but I'm going to give the vision board credit. I'm going to give me credit for making the vision board it and the credit for, for it happening. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's see. That. Right. So yeah, so then yeah, I got into the jujitsu's, and I'm trying to think too, like 
Oh, so that's that's the other thing too. So I went from thinking about like what terrible shape I was in and just feeling vulnerable and then thinking about so then that made me kind of reflect on my time in the military and I, even thinking about then because like I said I was always trying always ready to get in a fight there was a t- time when I was getting in fights like every fucking weekend um, fighting fucking inebriated was our our, uh, our motto we wanted to get you know the, you know how like the Ivy League schools have those Latin little emblems or whatever and it's like Veritas, blah, 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 whatever on it. We wanted to get one that said fighting fucking inebriated ogres. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying. So most, yeah, I mean, every single one of the fights I got into was stupid, completely avoidable for the most part. For the most, I'm going to say 99%. There were a couple where people did target us but for the most part even in those situations where people were you know targeting you can de-escalate but at that time in my life that wasn't our mind our mindset was fucking overwhelm overwhelm and overcome you know assault through uh but and i also so and i also mentioned before that we we kind of we were doing some striking training in the marine corps and we also did we did a lot of grappling and like looking back at it uh, <laughs> it's 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 kind of it's, it's so stupid i'm surprised we didn't like break more things or kill each other i did i did see it there's a fuck i can't remember which stream it is but it's one of those like uh uh terminal lance or or one of those and it's these dudes are rolling they're grappling doing the map and this kid's fucking hot they're just running his fucking arms are just fucking breaks and pops <laughs> he's like he's like <laughs> it's not funny at all but he's just like oh oh dude my arm's broken <laughs> uh, i wish i could find it i don't put the link up but it's just i don't know it's you know it's fucking marines be marines but I'm, I'm surprised that more shit like that didn't happen because it's it's like the same thing with all military pt maybe it's different now and it was changing um when I was in, I mean, and sergeant's course, it was changing. But uh, for the most part, of the Marine Corps mentality, it's like, all right, whoever is the fastest runner, put them in front. Everybody chase them. That's how we'll get good at running. It's like they're fast. Everybody run uh, at their speed, and and you'll get that fast. Or whoever does the most pull-ups, everyone do this. It's get get a real fucking high. Uh, your your haircut high, cut real high and tight. That that makes you an effective Marine kind of thing. So it's the same thing with McMath like the martial arts training but at least they had you know um the guys that got their red tabs or whatever the trainers they would get certified and when they they would go through their fucking hazing courses to get that but if you didn't have a red tab and you were doing mcmap i think technically we're supposed to have a corpsman a doc with us whenever we're doing it but that didn't always happen uh so like i remember we had um this fucking brand new young lieutenant uh, and he was like super motivated. I guess his parents were, his dad was like a sergeant major and his mom was like a fucking army first sergeant or maybe it was the other way around or something like that. And he was just this young, uh, brand new fucking lieutenant. We were his first platoon, his first command. And he was just super gung ho and we do make map all the time. 
and he would we'd have to fucking grapple him until and, and this uh, so this goes into also me looking back and, and take like our technique there's no I mean there was some technique uh, I mean I, I rear naked rear naked choked a lot of people but uh, so where my advantage came from was I was fucking super strong at this time I was doing like 30 fucking pull-ups dead hang pull real not crossfit pull-ups 30 dead hang pull-ups i was doing it was i was in fucking great shape at the time and i would just muscle through everything like i didn't have to have great technique because i could muscle through pretty much anybody and <clears throat> most submissions people are trying to put on me i could muscle through them and i could muscle my way into positions to get behind them and then fucking and then if I couldn't get it under a chin, I would grab their <laughs> nose and pull on their nose. So it just, cause you know what I mean? It's fucking Marine Corps grappling. There's no, yeah, I mean, there is rules, but you can't poke people in the eyes. But so I just grab their nose and pull on their fucking nose until their head came up and then get my, uh, the crook of my elbow under their chin and then lights out. Um, so yeah, I would, I, I would, I was able to just muscle through most that was my technique was muscling through but anyway so yeah our, our our lieutenant he he would grapple until he beat Aaron and yeah, so, yeah there was a couple times where it's like fucking just let this dude win because he was gonna go for it like he would go for it he was gonna go until he won he was never satisfied this is how crazy this dude is so we were uh getting prepped for this deployment to korea and it was like around the time that um north korea they bombed i can't remember the name of the islands but they blew up some villages with artillery they blew up some um villages and they killed some uh korean south in case you don't know that it was south korean uh marines so like they shit was going on for real there so he was getting us all hyped up we were we were we were like, yeah, we're going to go over there and fucking this is going to be the next Korean war. And that's going to we're going to be the Marines going fucking we're going to be going across the 38th parallel and fucking stopping the Kim family and all that bullshit. So we're all hyped up like this shit's really going to happen. And he was he was hyping us up for that. <laughs> like this, they, ended, they didn't send him. He didn't end up going with us. Probably a good idea, cause I feel like that guy, if he had gone to Pamunjan, the the DMZ, the little uh, blue huts where you can go and you can see the the uh, uh, North Koreans standing there looking at you with binoculars, I'm sure that dude would have fucking ran right across. Like this is the fucking moto fucking crazy that this dude was. He, ugh, I keep almost saying his name, but he's this dude was <laughs> fucking nuts. But anyways. That was the grappling that we did. That was the training. It was just like, get in there and fucking figure it out. And so that was kind of also uh, looking back too was my, uh, what do you call it? My, <laughs> my, my striking techniques. When I would get in fights, I I had no guard. I didn't put my. I never put my hands up. I never guarded my face. I some fights I would go into. F this is fucking stupid. I would tell the person to hit me. Cause <laughs> Cause first of all, when I was a kid, my dad always told me he's like, um, he's like, don't start a fight, 
don't throw the first punch. But if you get in a fight, if they hit you first, he's like, I don't care what the school, because this is when I school age. It's like, I don't care what the school, he's like, you, you won't be in trouble with me. If they throw the first punch and you make sure you throw the last punch. Like, as long as you don't throw the first punch and you win the fight, he's like, you're not going to be in trouble with me. It's like, I don't care what the school says. Maybe you'll get suspended or whatever. But if someone picks on you or someone, your family or your friends, if they put their hands on you, then you have my permission to, to fucking take them out. You know what I mean? Not kill the mobs, but p- fucking whoop their ass or whatever. So I, I applied that throughout my life. <clears throat> and also... I, another caveat is all these I was my entire first enlistment I was drunk the entire time so all of these fights too product of being fucking young and drunk as well so I go into it and I would say uh, or tell them oh, God, yeah yeah hit me first or some of them I would tell them to hit me first and there's some of and I don't know it kind of worked out because there was some where it, it's a good uh, it's kind of like that line in the sand because it's like hey hit me Go ahead and hit me first. And they're either going to do it or they're not. And if they don't, they, uh, there were a bunch of fights where that de-escalated. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, man, I don't want to do this. And I was like, yeah, fucking bitch or something like that. Or I was like, all right. There's even someone I was like, all right, well, let's go drink then. <laughs> so we're like, now we're friends. <laughs> we got, you know, we did a little chest bumping and then now we're, now we're friends. Let's go get drunker. Um, but. So it either like it would it was like that uh, it would it would uh, I guess make the point of they'd be either be like it it would determine whether or not they were actually wanting to do it and uh, to be completely honest a lot of time I didn't want to there were some of the fights or the about to be fights where I was like fuck I think I'm gonna get my ass kicked it's like this dude is big or he has a bunch of his boys here and I'm here by myself or you know what I mean and. So I was like, this is a bad situation, but I am, you know, I'm already here. So I'm going to fucking keep going forward. I'm not backing up. It's completely stupid. Uh, But at that point, sometimes they'd be like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do it. But if they did. So this is another thing of kind of uh, in my experience with fighting is you always or for me, I've always. So always, you, so you never know how hard someone can hit or how how well they take a hit. Because it's like, it's, it, I'm trying to think of a situation when I've hit someone and I'm like, been like, fuck, I'm not, I didn't hurt this guy. Um, I can't think of a specific one, but I can think of a lot of fights where. I did that where they when once you eat that first hit, you're like, oh, that's what they're throwing, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna be good. It's like, cause it's like if they keep if that's if that's their punch, then I'm still standing. I can I can eat, I can go through this, or you like, or get rocked, and I'm like, oof, I do not want to eat any more of these, <laughs> or or get knocked out. So I've been punched. Uh, I've never been punched straight on and knocked out, but I've been hit in the back of the head and knocked out. And I, and I didn't even know I was knocked out. Those are other stories. Maybe I'll get to those. Maybe not. But <clears throat> the point of what I'm saying here is, well, is looking back at my those 
the, the, the grappling techniques that we learned, which weren't, it, we weren't really, I mean, we were learning something, like, we learned how to do fucking envoys, kimuras, uh, like, passing the guard mount, blah, 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 but we weren't really learning it the same way you do if you go to actual jujitsu classes and stuff like that. Because, I mean, if you're thinking about it in the Marine Corps, there's all kinds of other considerations. First of all, we're in, like, Sometimes you do it in full gear or you're in boots and utes, you know, you're in your uniform where you take your blouse off, but you have your fucking, still got your cami pants and your boots or whatever. So there's all kinds of other considerations because you're, it's not, you know, regular life. You're doing other shit. Um, but for, m- for me, yeah, yeah. So, so going into the fights, like looking back on it, <laughs> my technique was, I never, I never put guard in my face, never put my hands up. I would usually start out the, the fight like trying to eat a punch just to see, to gauge what the, <laughs> what the fight was going to be like. And then I also fucking was throwing punches from my hip, basically, just overhand right. That was my move. I would throw overhand right. And it, I knocked out a bunch of people doing it. But there's also... Cause now, and looking, I didn't think, I didn't ever think about it then. But thinking about it now, it's like if I'm throwing from my hip, because they're looking at my face, and I'm throwing overhand right from my hip, they don't see it coming. Uh, most of the time, there is one. <laughs> uh, one of my, <laughs> we're buddies at the time. We're not. We're. I guess. I don't know. We're not buddies now. We just have lost touch. We're not enemies or anything. If we see each other, we did run into each other randomly once. But uh, I'll call him. Damn, I don't want to use his real name. I'll just call him uh, the Tank. So the the Tank gave me the bet. My I got a fucking subjunctival hemorrhage. I think they call it. It's where you fucking the blood vessels in your eye pop or burst or whatever. So your eye turned. You got those little blood vein things in your eyeball. My fucking eye swole shut. Um, and looking back at it now too, when me and him we fought, it was uh he's a left hand southpaw he's a, he's left handed so i think he's like the first left handed person that i might have fought so i think that was part of it too uh now that i'm looking back at it cuz <laughs> but i was also that's a whole other story i have to get into that one it's kind of we, we had to fight on principle and i'm glad that it went the way it did uh, cuz i would have felt bad if i beat him up cuz like i said we were fighting on principle it was a stupid thing anyway so i'm glad it went the way it did uh, and I also got the the best fucking black eye I've ever had. Like I said, my the the little my eye turned red from the blood vessels popping in there. My whole face was swollen shut. Uh, but yeah, I'll, t- I'll talk about that one late another time. But the the point of me saying that is is like there there was no technique. I was just muscling my grappling. I just muscled through everything, and I mean it worked. I pu- I choked a lot of people out, but uh, which is not good. And at the time, that's another thing they didn't really teach us, because you know they, te- you know you, uh, when you when you're doing it, and then they tap. But so we, were, I got in a lot of situations where I was choking people out. That shit is dangerous. You can kill people if you hang on too long, because you're stopping the blood from going to their brain. You can give people fucking brain damage from that shit. And I don't know, I don't know. That wasn't really impressed upon us. <laughs> how dangerous that was so that was like my go-to move i was choking people out all the time all the time fucking young and stupid like i said i was fucking drunk the whole time 
just an excuse. I'm just saying it's a, you know, good th- good, I guess, reason not to be drinking. Um, and also, this is a whole other thing I'll talk about at another time. But there was a point in my life when I was like, yeah, I'm never, I can't imagine myself not ever being drunk. I was just fucking young, let's go fucking hammered all the time. But look at me now. Old and boring and not drinking. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, really kind of the, the, the point of all that was like, yeah, that's so the vision board and then trying to, um, uh, compare the difference between me now and me when I was in the military. <clears throat> so then I was able to kind of just be athletic and muscle my way through everything and it worked. And then now looking, uh, that I've been doing a little bit of little only very little training uh i think three months three four months now i've been doing it uh but it's a huge difference (laughs) seeing uh like applying actual technique and seeing people that are fucking good at applying actual technique so it's i think that's also part of a lot of my interest uh being able to analyze and break down and trying to learn uh, the the dance of, of fucking martial arts, and especially like Muay Thai, because they're fucking striking, like true striking practitioners. It's it's beautiful to watch when you see someone that's good at it, and even grappling. Like I said, with Mason Fowler, it's incredible to watch that dude fucking grapple. Like, cause it's I I don't you gotta go look check out Mason Fowler. It's cause it's it's he's his entire every point of his body it's like he's a a spider like he has a the uh i think it's called like sense sensilia uh spider so spiders you know their whole their bodies are covered in those tiny little hairs and i, I think it's called sense sensilia where they're because they're that's how they feel in their spider webs they're able to feel vibrations in the web in the air uh and 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 they can tell uh, like it shifts in air pressure and uh, obviously like with especially on their web so they can they can tell they're, they're so sensitive that they can <clears throat> determine when like a leaf falls on their web or if it's a living uh, insect or something that falls into their web and I feel like Mason Fowler has that because he <clears throat> excuse me he can he can and he he seems he usually uh takes bottom like when he goes uh he's just he'll he'll like go to his back and try to get their legs or let people you know come right into his guard but he'll end up on bottom but he's able to like roll his body and he even the way he sets when he does set the heels of his feet on the ground they're set in a very specific way and then he adjusts as his opponent He's holding his opponent and they're they're shifting their weight and they're moving. You can see him making little little adjustments with his feet, just shifting them. And it's so crazy to watch that he's so aware where every part of his body is touching the mat and where every part of his body is touching the opponent and even where it's not, like you can see where he's angling his knee uh to one because he knows his opponent can shift or will shift in one direction and his knees there to either uh to trap him or or to push them 
in another direction or to just stop their movement and hold them in place where he wants them. So it's this dude is like got spidey senses. Sensensilia, I think is what it's called. But yeah, yeah. It's fucking incredibly. But anyways, so yeah, that's I'm humbled by watching people that are have been doing this their whole lives and uh it's I mean it's kinda depressing to be like, fuck, I'll never be there but also it's cool to see that someone is able to do that and then kind of it gives me an idea of kind of what to work towards or you know that kind of thing but uh yeah so that's i guess also kind of part of the reason i started the podcast too is just to talk through what i'm seeing or what i think i'm seeing or what i'm learning because you know it's like anything when you uh if you're you, you can observe something but once you start trying this is something that i, I apply to like learning languages too it's like yeah i know i understand the process of making a sandwich but can i explain in another language how to make a sandwich because it seems like a simple thing i mean i can do it in english so i mean i've been speaking english most of my life but when you're learning another language it's it's uh that's it sounds simple but it's uh it's it's a intricate process so being able to provide instructions for someone else to uh, for them to understand so it's like you're translating it in your own brain and then translating it into whatever language but then you also have the added uh you know complication or obstacle of the other the receiver and being able to convey it in a way that they understand and if the way you're saying it they don't get it then you have to adjust and you have to you know change your words or your methods so it's kind of that thing too i feel like so for me about uh you know watching fighting everyone kind of understands what you're looking at when you're watching fighting but being able to explain to other people or even articulate it for myself like saying it out loud instead of you know that that internal conversation where you kind of understand everything in your own head in a way but once you start speaking it out loud or for me at least once i start speaking out loud sometimes i'm like oh shit Maybe I didn't understand it the way I thought I did, which I think, you know, you can can be applied across all subjects in life um, and probably should be. Uh, but for but for me in this specific instance, uh, like I really enjoy watching all, all kinds of combat sports. So and obviously, I mean, I guess I like talking about it, too, because sit here and talk for an hour straight about it. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think those were the big points. Just all, all the all the times in my <laughs> in my life, like looking back now from where I am at the time, uh, like in the past, I, f you know, I kind of felt like I thought I knew what was I was doing. But looking back now, you know, hindsight, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, uh, and uh, like fuck, if if only I knew now what I knew then, so. I'm sure in the future I'm going to feel the same way. So I'm kind of in this this race to to uh, to to acquire uh, to steal all the knowledge to to get it all and um you know grab it and fucking rear naked choke all the knowledge I can. 
and yeah, coming up an hour. I'll call it quits here in a second. But uh, what else is relevant? I wrote a whole bunch of notes, and I mean, I th I feel like yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> at some point too, I do kind of want to talk about, I guess, some some yeah, like I said, uh, some of the specific fights that I got into and one kind of how stupid it was to get him in the first place and also what looking back at how I should have uh, uh, you know socially handled it differently and then also uh, logistically or, or technically <laughs> handled it different once I did get into the actual altercation but also I did want to talk about my boy I forgot to ask him if he cares if I use his name or not. So I'm just call him Noju Hyun. And uh, oh, b before I get into that too, so I I did also say. So my dad told me, you know, he always said, don't throw the first punch. But once they put their hands on you, then we have permission to get in a to you know finish the fight or whatever. So that was uh, one of the pearls of wisdom from him that I you know I've carried throughout my life. And then two more. That I got from his dad, my uh, grandpa. He so there's one summer uh, that I went. He he lived out. He was like a I guess like a hermit. He lived out in the Ozarks in a little kind of like trailer cabin in the middle of the Ozarks. And he like we used to go out and visit. And I really liked being out there in the uh, the wild and nature and being around there because right next to this uh, river and shit and it ended up my dad talked to him into letting me stay with him for a week and I because I was pretty I was independent I didn't uh, like require any like I could take care of myself I was fuck, I, don't, I was young I don't know 10 maybe 10 or 11 maybe younger than that but I was, I, I was pretty independent I could take care of myself and so uh I stayed with him for a week and one of the things that he told me that I always remembered was because I remember he I think he posed it to me as a question he's he's like asked me if what a friend was or what my idea was a friend and I told him whatever answer I had I can't remember what I said but what he told me was that a friend let's see how he said, he said a, a a friend is someone who will fight on your side even when they know that you are wrong. And this is like, I don't know, almost 30 years ago. So I'm, I'm, but that's the, what the, I guess the, just the phrase that I remember or what I took out of was that he, he was, he said that a friend is someone who, who will fight on your side even when they know you're wrong. And he said, and a friend will tell you that you're wrong, but that they're still going to fight on your side. So, cause you know, and he, he grew up in a time and a place where I guess there was like they had a family feud. If you read, I wonder if you read the book or seen the movie Huckleberry Finn. And uh, he runs into that one family. They were feuding with each other. I can't remember the name of his buddy, but they, his buddy, he ends up getting killed. It's like, so it was like a feud happens, whatever. Like somebody, you know, somebody uh, uh, steals one of the, the other family's cows or somebody, uh, 
you know, they 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 build fence on their land, and they're like, all right, now now our families are feuding. Whenever we see each other, we have to shoot each other. So I guess my grandpa grew up <laughs> in a time and place where that kind of shit happened, and he talked about like that for a while. They they had to sleep on the floor because they couldn't go by the windows because uh, the people might shoot through their windows or whatever, or whenever they came. They hit by their house, they would shoot at their house and vice versa or something like that. So that's the old country fucking shit that my, in, somewhere in Texas, my grandpa grew up in. So <clears throat> this, so he told me, yeah. So then I, I'm pretty sure that's where this kind of mentality comes from. Where Tony's like, yeah, your friend, they'll, they'll tell you you're wrong. And you should also tell, if you believe your friend, you'll be like, hey man, this, this isn't right. I don't agree with this. However, we're friends. So in this Incense, we're in a fight. I'm gonna fight on your side, uh, but just I just want you to know that I don't think you're right in this situation. But you're my friend, so we're gonna fight together. And I kind of, you know, that stuck with me. Obviously, I mean, I was like, like I said, it's almost 30 years ago or so. So, and it stuck with me. And the second part of that, uh, he he told me, um, in in a fight do anything to make yourself as big as the other guy. <laughs> so he's like, the only unfair fight is the one that you lose. So he's like, so if you're fighting someone that's bigger than you, he's like, uh, if you got to pick up a rock and hit him in the head with a rock or something, you know, you do whatever you have to do. Cause it, I mean, that guy's, he's using his advantage. It, it's, there's nothing, it's not honorable just to get your ass kicked because you know, you're getting your ass kicked. He's like, and you don't know maybe the, how far this dude is going to go. He might, maybe he might be, he might kill you or, you know, do something to hurt you even more. So he's like, so the point of a fight is to win. There's nothing honorable about, about, you know, losing the fight because you were, you were trying to be nice. It's like, once you get to that point, once you're in the point of fighting, you do whatever you have to, to uh, make yourself as big as the other guy. So those are two, uh, like pearls of wisdom that I, I took from him in that, that week that we, you know, we got to spend together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ooh. But um but um but um but um So yeah. So yeah, I wanted to use kind of those uh that to kind of give context. Yeah, I'm gonna cut it off here in a second. Context to uh me and my boy Noji Hyun when we when we became soulmates <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, you know, some, something, yeah, gay like that, he's <laughs> gonna get mad that I said that, but, no, no, no not, not, act, not actually homosexual, but very, you know, we're, we're brothers now, and, like, when I talk about him to people, I, I refer to him as my brother, and we don't always agree on things, but, you know, we still fight on each other's sides, and, uh, the time that so the time that you know our our souls uh mended melded melded together uh <clears throat> so there's there's this place on base i don't know if i shouldn't uh i'll call it the uh the uh the 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 knobson <laughs> it was like this uh little rec center where you could get they sold like five dollar pitchers of beer and played music there's a dance floor Ooh, excuse me. ASMR on on I think Friday and Saturdays they would uh, sell beer and play music. You sit on the patio. They had pizza. 
kind of a lot of fights there now that I'm thinking about it. I was right, trying to write down a, a bunch of stories, and there's at least three of them that <laughs> take place at the, at the, the Nobson. And uh, so this one. <clears throat> so, yeah, me and my boy Noji Hyun, I th- we had just met. Uh, I think I told the story before about the, the Marine Corps drinking team. And then I ended up being like the recruiter where I would, whenever new people showed up to the detachment, I would be like, hey, do you drink? Are you 21? Do you drink? All right, you're coming out. You're going to try out for the drinking team. And he came out. He was fucking all about excited. Was <clears throat> that's a whole nother story, too, with the night he got drinking to the team. But uh, so this one, I was I was sitting down. And the drinking team, we would do this, and we called it the world tour, where we'd start at the barracks, we'd be drinking in the lounge, then we would go up to the PX patio, we'd drink at the patio, then we would go to the Nobson, we'd drink, because I had $5 pitchers at the Nobson, then we would go downtown, and we had different route, so it was like, we, we had these all these different bars that we would hit, it was called the world tour, and if... And we also had a rule. It's like when the grenade goes off, it's like everyone, the number one rule is everyone has to make it home. So you got to go out, get hammered. And he's like, because up until that point, like whenever I'd hung out with people, I was like, oh, no, we can't. He's our buddies. Uh, he's drunk. He's falling off. We got to like corral him in or whatever. But the, te- the rule for the team was it's like, hey, you have to be able to get your ass home. And because it's like if, if you are so inept at drinking, that you can't get hammered and make it home. It's like you shouldn't be drinking. You can't handle it. Because you got to be able to make it back to the barracks. You got to make it to class the next day. So if, if, if you're not able to, you know, drink with your big boy pants on. And that includes uh, females. I'm just saying big boy pants. Because <laughs> fucking our homegirl, Ogre, she. That's a whole other bunch of stories, too. Uh, she, was a, she, was, she was a fucking beast. R.I.P. But, uh, yeah, those are rules. You got to get home. So, anyways, we're the world tour, and we're on the part we're at the at the Nobson, and I'm sitting there. I'm eating a slice of pizza, and this girl who had been dating uh, one of the guys I knew who ends up the dude dude nine he ends up being a little bitch. But uh, at this at this point in time, um, I was still friendly with him, and this girl had dumped him. She's a chick that I think she was in the Air Force, and I'll say her name was like. It was a, a, a um. We'll call her. Her name was like fucking Hammer, and uh, so she comes walking out of the the Nobson, and I'm sitting there eating pizza, and I see her, and I'm like, oh, hey everybody, there's, there's Hammer, Boo Hammer, Boo Hammer. Boo hammer and everybody at the because we're all at these tables like the smoke pit and the outdoor patio. Everybody, everybody, I got for some. I mean, everyone's just drunk, I guess. So everyone starts yelling "boo hammer," <laughs> and I'm looking back and I was like, "That yeah, that sounds me." I guess I was being a bully, but to me, I was like, "Hey, you fucking hurt my friend's little bitch ass feelings because you dumped him and you cried about it." So I'm gonna boo you. And everybody started booing her, and she was like, ah, and like ran off. So then I'm just like sitting there, you know, I did my part. And then I go back to eating my piece of pizza, and then I look up and I see a dude walking, because from where the uh, little patio area is, it, there's a little kind of hill, and it goes up and it's to like a, a road. 
and I see this dude walking down the hill. He's got this real sense of urgency about him. Like he's he's going, he's got something to do. He's going somewhere. He's on some errands, and I'm looking at him, and then he's walking. I'm like, oh, I think I'm this dude's errand. I'm one of his errands. He's because he's looking straight at me, and he's walking down, and I'm looking at him, and he's like, I see his mouth moving. I can't hear him yet. He's getting closer. And as he's getting closer, I'm like, I start laughing. I'm looking around. I was like, hey, I think this dude is coming over here. He's looking at me. And then I then I can hear him talking. To me. He's, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, bitch. I'm talking about you. you. You right there. So he's walking over. He's all huffing and puffing. And he walks up. And I'm sitting, sitting there eating my pizza still. And he's like, uh, I can't remember what he says. But he's upset. I guess he's, he's he has come to defend Hammer's honor. Uh, he didn't. He didn't like that. That uh, the patio had booed her, so he came to defend her honor, and <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just like my mind is blown. I'm thinking it's funny, and everyone at the table, uh, they're like, uh, "Go hook it!" No, 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 no. Because at this point, people had seen me get in fights already, and they knew. Like, like I said, when we would go out, it's pretty much my goal was I was gonna hook up. Uh, get in a fight or uh go get a crochet's pizza from this this fucking like new york pizza place so, so that, those were my goals so it was like hook up fight and or get a crochet's pizza in any order and if i did all three there was fucking uh bang bang there was the fucking you know trifecta it was a great weekend or a great night or whatever <clears throat> so i'm sitting there and everyone's like uh you no no or kohogan no 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 and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm eating my pizza. Don't worry about this fucking guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, you better worry about it. You better worry about it. And he, like, well, he went to, like, push me. And I fucking, like, I can't remember. I, I put the pizza down. I'm like, Duh, I'm trying to eat this pizza. I stood up. And he went to swing at me. And I just, like, slapped his hand away. Like, I saw, I think I saw the pizza in my hand. He went to, to swing at me. And I slapped his, oh, shit. I went to slap his hand away and I was just like, did, did you just try to hit me? <laughs> and he's looking at me, he's like, uh, uh, and like I kept telling his face, like, it was like a real, it was, I don't even, I don't, this, and he's probably in there for us, so he's probably never thrown a punch in his life. So I think it was like a, not even like a mush, because it was a fist, but I don't know, he threw it like a mush, like he didn't throw, like he didn't. You know, shift his, he didn't twist his hips and fucking just older and ro rotate his hand, armor. He just fucking, uh, I don't know, he was like, like he was just flinging it. He was just like, meh. Like he was like, meh, right at my face, but with, with a, a fucking meat fist, you know, with a meaty hand. So then I slapped his out of the way. Now I'm thinking about it, if he was smart, that would have been a great time to punch me because I'm straddling the fucking, uh, uh, the, the chair of the patio little table that are they're screwed into the ground so i'm standing there with the thing in between my legs if he had hit me square in the face i probably would have fell over um but he just like man flung his little fucking bitch ass air force hand at me and like, eh, chair force right at me and i slap his hand away and i'm like <laughs> look at everyone i'm like I, this dude tried to hit me <laughs> so i'm like all right man i put the pizza down i was like let's go over there <laughs> So I start to go to walk up the hill. I'm like, come on. No, it's like, he's like, no, we're going to do it right here. But I already knew the fucking Nobson. Like I said, I've been in like two fights already. And the first one, my buddy, uh, Dolbean, punched
punch this army sergeant in the fucking face. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another good story. But he he punched them in the face, uh, and then they called the cops immediately right after. So I knew I was like, hey, I was like, if we can't fight right here, man, we got to go across the street. If we fight here, they're gonna call the cops. We're gonna be arrested. But you know, uh, short night for everyone. Uh, so let's go across the street. And he's like fucking puffing. He's like, no, do it. Do it right here, man. Like puffing out my eyes, like yeah, 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 all right, 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 yeah, you're gonna do blah blah blah, whatever. Let's just get across. And I'm walking up the hill to go across the street, and as I'm coming up the hill, there's like a group is gathering on the top of the hill. There's like three or four more dudes. So I guess Hammer had like a whole fucking entourage with her or something. Like the whole Air Force came out to defend her honor for her, and um, so this dude's getting hyped up, and then I was like. All right, I guess I'm gonna have to fight like five dudes, but I, I think it was like three or four. But it was, I was like, man, I have to fight a fucking multiple dudes, and then I start, then I get my, I'm offended, like I'm pissed off. So then at that point, and, oh, I'm, I'm more angry because I'm like, go, we gotta go across the street, you fucking idiots. And I, I know this is your first fucking rodeo. You're excited. You're like, ooh, I had to, man, throw, throw my little hands at, at fucking people. I was like, but we gotta go across the street. We're getting fucking arrested, you fucking idiots. So I'm getting hyped up about that because I'm like, these dudes are just stupid. They're fucking stupid-ass Air Force bitches. And um, I'm yelling. And then I hear, like, no, no, no. Oh, y'all ain't about to bank my fucking boy. Fuck that. And I turn and I look and I see my boy, Noju Hyun. He had been down in the parking lot talking to his now, so his future ex-wife. Uh, but that he was talking to her down in the parking lot and I forgot that he was there cause he was still pretty new. He wasn't like, I guess he, he was like, cause he did get drank into the, uh, the drinking team, like the first night he was there, but we were still like early in our, we were still kind of like just acquaintances and he comes out of the fucking, uh, parking lot out of nowhere, like fucking cavalry riding up. So it's like me against like three or four dudes and because i'm already uh, yeah i'm gonna go across the street I was, I was like i guess we'll see how this turns out it's like i already knew i was like all right i already know this guy can't throw a punch he's just man i don't know about these other guys though plus it's you know it's three or four dudes where they pile on blah blah blah. They, all these considerations it's like where am i i'm gonna have to like try to like put, get my back against a wall or something <clears throat> if i'm fighting all these dudes at one time and uh then uh, Noju Hyun comes out of nowhere. It's <laughs> like, no, y'all ain't fucking banging my boy. Fuck y'all. And he's like taking his shirt off and he's coming up. And I'm like, the odd, it was just two of us, but you could uh, you could feel the shift in the air. It's like the odds, just with him coming up, the odds immediately turned in our favor. <laughs> and we, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure we, we, we the, the, fight didn't actually end up happening at that point i think it resolved somehow and i i can't remember if we actually got across the street but i'm pretty sure we didn't actually fight at that point and that was the time <clears throat> when our yeah no Hyun and our souls merged together because <laughs> i was like yeah this dude he was down there trying to get some pussy and he came out of no like I forgot that he was there, but he just came out of nowhere. And when he showed up, it was like immediately, I was like, yep, 
It doesn't matter how many dudes are here. We're going to fuck these motherfuckers up. And then I don't think we uh, the fight ended up happening. At that point, I think it kind of resolved. Everyone was like, yeah, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this isn't fun. Uh, fucking Hammer's honor isn't worth this. Let's get out of here. So then it ended up being resolved. And that was the first time that we, even even though I'm, we, I don't think we got in a fight that night, uh, that was the first I consider it the first fight that No Hyun and I were in together because after that, uh, we did get in quite a few, and it was always that feeling. Uh, there's another time, another story I'll tell a different time, but uh, where he he fucking saved my ass. Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole story. It's a good story, but it's one of the ones where I was talking about where I said I got uh. Not there we go. I turned my mic off when I where I got uh, one of those fights where I got uh, hit in the I got knocked out. I got hit in the back of the head, and I didn't even know how it happened. But years later, one of my uh, my roommates told me because he was smoking outside and he saw it. Um, yeah, fuck. I want to tell the whole thing, but I want to cut it off. But long story short, I picked a fight with a dude. We were going outside to fight, and I walked out in front of him. And what I remember is I go to step out the front door. So I go, I remember taking my, my foot going, my left foot, my kill foot's going to step out the front door. And then the next thing I remember, I'm looking up at this dude and he's sitting on me, he's got a full mount and he's punching me in the nose. And I found out later uh, from my roommate, uh, from a future roommate, or future from then, that I, he was outside smoking and he saw, he heard a bunch of yelling he saw the front door burst open. He saw me come out and he said, as soon as I stepped out the door, someone punched me right in the back of the head and I stumbled forward, but I didn't go down. And then another dude came out and pushed me, like shoved me right in the back between my shoulder blades. And I went, and I went down on the ground. So, <laughs> Cause I was always, I was like, what the fuck? I remember I was going out the door. It's like, I'm going to fuck this dude up left foot, kill foot. And then I'm looking up at this dude punching me right in the nose. Um, but yeah, and then luckily I had the, that uh, future roommate who was out there smoking. And he filled in the blanks for me. But, uh, and then that, yeah, so that's another uh, me and Noju Hyun story. But I'll tell that one another time. But, yeah, the whole point of that was that was the time that when I really... Uh, you know, when him and I kind of... Uh, I don't know. There's just sometimes in life, I th when you meet people and and so that you know, I'm trying to think of how to articulate it, but think about it. all these people like with their you know Facebook, Instagram filters and these little lives and people are always you know presenting themselves a certain way. But there's times in life when there you meet someone and you know how genuine they are. Like it, that it doesn't, regardless of whatever they are wearing or driving or house they live in, whatever, when you meet a person and you know, you feel like you know that person, uh, you know, not their value, but kind of their, not their essence. I can't think of the word, but it's like, like you meet that person and you kind of, you, you know who they are in a way. And for me with no Hyun, that was a time when I was like, yeah, I feel like we both knew who we were and we just kind of clicked and it was from there on we were uh 
<laughs> an unstoppable duo in more ways than one. We duoed uh, uh, a lot of different <laughs> things. We also, you know, got good grades together too. So, but uh, yeah, that was the point of that. So, <clears throat> looking forward this week. Yeah, check out the Chelsea Underground uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. PST. And then Friday, maybe Bellator will be doing something. We'll see what they do. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the other thing, Mountain Force 21, mountainforcemma.com for 8th of January, Friday. Uh, I mean, looking at it, it does not look worth $21, but, you know, something to watch. So, uh, and then, uh, Ryzen. Oh, yeah, the Ryzen New Year's. Uh, thing so you can check that out. We have the yeah www.live-now.com for to stream that twenty four ninety nine. So get a little or oh yeah also the UFC Fight Pass trial. Check that out if you don't already have it because then there's all kinds of shit that'll maybe hold us hold you over until the sixteenth. Oof, that bang bang banger on the fucking that that week of. Uh, third week of January gonna be crazy as long as COVID doesn't fuck it up. Oh man, all those fights. I mean, Cater Holloway, oof. Leon Edwards and Hamzat Shimaev, oof. Dustin Poirier and uh, Conor McGregor, oh my goodness. Whew. Can't even. Oh, can't even. I, I I literally can't even. <laughs> but anyways. That's it. Uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, fuck you. Later.